Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This season of Lent, we are doing a deep dive into Psalm 41. Uh, Last week, we had um, Ash... Wednesday, and we began by uh, taking a look at Psalm 41, verses 1 and 2. Um, This week, we are seeing uh, a closer look at Psalm 41, verse 3. Uh, The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of, of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. Now, One thing I'll keep repeating about the Psalms, uh, because sometimes we just need to be reminded of it, I do especially, is that the Psalms are uh, for our good uh, now and until Christ comes back. It's been for the good of the church for thousands and thousands of years that the saints of old have gone to the Psalms to see exactly uh, how to pray how to live, how to call out to God, how to give him thanks and praise. And we see that in the Psalms, there's even a, a, there's even a prophetic um, word for who, for who Jesus Christ would become. So we see that in the Psalms, all of God's Psalms speak about Christ and his, and his work of salvation. And so when we see this, this is a psalm of, this is a psalm of, of King David. Excuse me, my stutter's really, really bad tonight, but I'll get through it, I promise. Um, this is a psalm of David, but David is not only speaking about himself, um, he's also speaking about uh, Christ. And so, as we heard last week, for those of us who are in Christ, who trust in him, and who specifically are baptized into Christ, this is about us as well. It's not just about King David. It's not just about Jesus. It's about you. So we see that the Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. He will sustain him on his his sickbed. So what does this have to do with us? Um, well, sickness is a common occurrence. Um, I, I've grown really tired of talking about it over the years, but <laughs> I mean, it's still in the air somewhat, but we all know it's the big C word, right? COVID, right? For years afterward, where we've been still dealing with the issues and the sickness and the pain and the suffering. And tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, there may be something else, right? But there's always been sickness, at least after, after the fall into sin. Sin itself, the sin that we are granted from that fall into sin, all the way back in Genesis, that is a disease that we have to contend with day in and day out and well, the diagnosis of sin is that it's terminal, right? That by ourselves, there's no real cure. But the good news is that those who are in Christ, 
for those who are in Christ, there is a cure. His name is, his name, excuse me, his name is, 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 is Jesus, right? He is the one who comes and who heals us. But how does he heal us? We heard from our gospel text that throughout his time here on earth, he was healing and he was curing people of whatever was wrong with them in their bodies. But we know that this, from St. Matthew, it says this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our, our sicknesses, that he takes upon himself what is wrong with us, that he carries our sin, the cause of that sickness, the cause of death, he carries that sin in his, in his body to the cross where it is nailed and crucified and dies. And we see that in the cross, there's our cure. That in his cross, in his blood shed for your sins, we see that the father has sustained his son on his cross his bed of sickness. And yet, he did not just keep him there. He did not stay dead. I hate to give you a spoiler alert since we're in Lent, but he rose from the dead. He's victorious over sin, death, and the power of Satan. He takes all of our sins, all the things that bring us pain and suffering and death, and he gives us new life, that in him we live and have our being. And we have an extra promise that when we die, that's not the end, that in our death we have that new life that he is granted to all who trust in him. But it gets even better than that because a lot of times we stop short when we talk about heaven right? We talk about heaven being that final place where we're going to go, and that's just where it's all going to be, and that's where we'll stay. But the beauty of God's plan and his promises is that heaven is actually not the end. And, and I know that I, I probably will make some people confused by this, but heaven is not really the end. Heaven is really just a place to wait. It's a place to wait for all those who fall asleep in Christ, that for all those who trust in him, when we die, we will be granted a place to wait while our bodies lie, lie sleeping in the grave, and that one day that separation of body and soul will be gone, and Christ will give us glorified glorified bodies in that last day when he when he raises all when he raises all all the dead to 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 excuse me to new life that those who trust in him though they die yes they will live spiritually for a time but in the end the absolute end 
when Christ comes back, he will give us full health, new glorified, new glorified bodies. I've got a lot of questions, you know. People have asked me questions, and I've got questions myself. What does that look like? Will I look like me? Will I be exactly as I was? Well, yes and no. You'll be who you are now, but better. Um, it's one of those things that is mind-boggling, but if we are in Christ now and God the Father has taken care of his Son in such a way that after being scourged and crucified, when he ra is raised from his tomb, he still has those marks. Those marks, um, those marks from his cross, but every other piece, except for the spear that was in his side, all the scars that he had from, from, from the scourging and all the other pain and torture that he endured, all of that was gone. So in the same way as he was glorified, so too will we be, those who trust in him, those who say, I believe in Christ for what he has done for me, I believe that though I am sick now, I will be healthy. I believe that though I am dying now, I surely do live and will live forever because of what Christ has done for me. So though we are tainted by sin, though we suffer because our bodies do fail, we trust that Christ shall save us, he already has, that we trust in him to sustain us for the glorious day when we will see him, when we will see, when we, we will see him, as Job said, as, as Job said, face to face, that our eyes, that our eyes shall see him and that our eyes shall see him and and and, and no one else. So we long for that day. We suffer through the trials and tribulations, bearing that cross that God has granted to us so that in the end, we will be glorified because Christ is. So have this be the mind that God will grant you. Have this be the mind as you go forward that God has done all things to sustain you. God grants you new life. And may this and may and may this grant you and may this grant 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 you peace. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.